Welcome to our podcast, where today we will be discussing the 2022 Oscars that occurred yesterday night. We will be discussing all the major pinpoints of the event, all the way from the red carpet to the altercations between Will Smith and Chris Rock. The Oscars was definitely an event you couldn't have missed, and we are your hosts, Jacqueline Benitez and Natalie Adderman. And join us to unravel the interesting events that occurred last night. First, let's begin with the red carpet event, where we point out some of our favorite outfits that we saw that night. First off, we have Lupita Nyong'o, who is best known for her roles in 12 Years a Slave and Black Panther. She showed up in a beautiful gold sequin dress with pink spots and tassels on the bottom half of her dress. It was a really pretty dress, and I think it really acknowledged her role in Black Panther because it was really futuristic and metal-like, and this is a really shiny gold dress, so I think it really... It really added to her character in that movie. Um, second off, we have Lily James, who was in Cinderella and Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. She came in with a pink lace dress. This dress was also really, really pretty, and it really gives off that princess vibe. She, it, it was also not too much, but it was just enough for her to get on that red carpet and really look amazing. And lastly, we have Canadian actor Simu Liu, who is best known for his roles in Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. He showed up in an elegant red suit. And just like she said, it's a really elegant red suit, and it's nothing more than that. It's just a red suit, but it's not too boring, so it, it still makes him look good and elegant, as she said. This next segment will be about the categories with the nominees and winners of the Oscars event. First, we'll begin with... So first we have um, actor in a leading role. We have we have Javier Bardem in Being the Ricardos, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom, and Denzel Washington in The Tragedy of Macbeth. And lastly, we have winner Will Smith in King Richard. Next we have actor in a supporting role with nominees Syrian Hines from Belfast, Jesse Plemons from The Power of the Dog, and J.K. Simmons from Being the Ricardos, with winner Troy Kotzer from Coda. Next we have actress in a leading role. For nominees we have Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers, Nicole Kidman, Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. And lastly, for winner, we have Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye. The next category will be actress in a supporting role, with nominees Jesse Buckley from The Lost Daughter, Judy Dench from Belfast, Kristen Dunst from The Power of the Dog, and Ajnui Ellis from King Richard, with winner Ariana DeBose from West Side Story. Next, we have an animated feature film. For nominees, we have Flea, Luca, The Mitchells vs. The Machines, and Raya and the Last Dragon. For winner, we have Encanto. I think that was a pretty obvious win that night. Yeah. Everyone really liked that movie. For the next category, we have Cinematography, with nominees Nightmare Alley by Dan Lonston, Power of the Dog, Ari Wegner, The Tragedy of Macbeth, Bruno Del Bono, and West Side Story, Janus Kaminsky, with winner... Greg Fraser with Dune. Next, we have costume design with Serrano, Dune, Nightmare Alley, and West Side Story. As for the winner, we have Cruella. Next, we have the category of directing with nominees Belfast, Kenneth Bran, Drive My Car, Rusk Hamaguchi, Licorice Pizza, Paul Thomas Anderson, and West Side Story, Steven Spielberg. With winner, 
Jane Campion of Power of the Dog. Next, we have Makeup and Hairstyling. For nominees, we have Coming to America, Mike Morano, Stacy Morris, and Carla Farmer. Um, Cruella, Nadia Stacy, Naomi Doan, and Julia Vernon. Dune, Donald Mawat, Love Larson, and Ava Von Barr. And lastly, House of Gucci, Goran Lundstorm, Anna Karen Locke, and Frederick Aspiras. As for the winner, we have The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Tammy Faye with Linda Dowd, Stephanie Ingram, and Justin Rayleigh. Next, we have Music Original Score with nominees Don't Look Up, Nicholas Bertel, Encanto, Jermaine France, Parallel Mothers, Alberto Iglesias, and The Power of the Dog, Johnny Greenwood, with winner Hans Zimmer from Dune. Next, we have Music Original Song. For nominees, we have Be Alive and King Richard by Dixon and Beyonce, Dos Oruguitas, Encanto by Lin-Manuel Miranda, Down to Joy in Belfast by Van Morrison, and Somehow You Do in Four Good Days by Diane Warren. For the winner, we have No Time to Die and No Time to Die by Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell. Which the performance we'll get into later, but that was just... It was beautiful. She did so good. Next, we have Best Picture with nominees Belfast, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story, with overall winner Coda. Lastly, we'll be talking about the performances and events that happened, starting off with Beyonce's um, performance of Be Alive that is featured in King Richard. This performance happened before the awards even started. I think it was a really good opening because it, it just got people engaged and it was just an overall really good performance. They did this performance all the way in Compton, so they weren't even at the Oscars. They were miles away and yet they still had everybody hooked on it. It's a really good song and it just the overall message of it, I think, was really nice. They also had like let's say poofy dresses that that kind of looked or resembled um tennis balls and almost everything was like yellow themed so all of the outfits and um instruments oh yeah they were yeah, yellow right all the instruments they were yellow i found that very interesting and it add, just added a little bit more detail to the overall look of it yeah especially because the whole movie is basically about the the williams sisters venus and serena yeah so it's the whole like tennis look to it they have the the performance was made on a tennis court so it was just it added a lot of specific details to the movie and just really connected straight to it mm -hmm. um next uh we'll be talking about um billy eilish and fin phineas o'connell's performance of no time to die so they somewhere somewhere in the mix they did a 60 year tribute of james bond which i thought was in very interesting yeah it was just like yeah. a like snippets of from the first james bond movie all the way to the newest one no time to die it was just it was crazy to see how far um the whole film industry has progressed since then you just see the 
the way they used to make movies then up until now how everything's changed the the effects the sound the technology everything the has techniques. advanced yeah everything has gotten so much better and it's just the fact that they're even still going with these James Bond movies just really shows that the film industry just really wants to show how much they progress and how much how much more they can add on to these movies since it's been going on for so long but her performance just i think it was it was so beautiful it was so amazing yeah she she came out with these amazing vocals just wow just the her her outfit her voice phineas's voice the whole performance in itself was just an amazing way to just and how they included live instruments. Mm -hmm. Everything with, was live. Yeah. And I think that was what added so much more to this performance. And it just really, it really just gives James Bond, you know, that like really ominous kind of feeling, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, next, uh, there was two Encanto songs that were performed. First, there not first, but first we'll be talking about is We Don't Talk About Bruno, which I think is the song of the century. You heard everyone listening to that song everywhere. Yeah. Not only did they um, include the original singers from Encanto, they also included singers like Megan Thee Stallion, Becky G, and Luis Fonsi. I think that was a really weird combination with these singers. I mean, Luis Fonsi and Becky G, I guess, yeah, they're hispanic latin whatever but seeing megan was so weird she kind of popped up out of nowhere and added this whole new sound to the song that we know as we don't talk about bruno it just it made it a lot more i don't know modern i guess a lot more like yeah. something you would hear on the radio i think it was also like a freestyle rap i think it was too because she included zendaya in it yeah and she she had walked right by zendaya so i think it was a free verse type thing which made it even cooler because, I mean, imagine making something up like that on the spot. Yeah. Um, next is Dos Oruguitas by Sebastián Yatras. Um, honestly, it was really a touching song. And just how they included, like, these dancers, a lady with a flowy dress and... Um, like this this other guy they, they they just look like characters that came out s straight from Encanto yeah it was just like she said a really touching song that everybody loved in the movie Encanto and all the personal touches they added to the stage all the lights the actual props the music also being live it was just all super nice and it just it really gave you that feeling like almost like you were in the movie Encanto. It was just really a really personal touch. Another detail that I liked that they added was the little um, butterflies on Sebastián Yatra's suit. It was like kind of like going across him. Mm -hmm. It was really pretty. It's a really personal touch to his suit because he's so connected to this song uh, written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's just a really... Overall, really, really sweet song. The last thing we're going to be talking about is the, I would say, biggest event that's been talked about since the Oscars even happened. The slap that absolutely everyone is going crazy about. When Will Smith personally came up to the stage and slapped Chris Rock. That was crazy. I think most everyone thought, at least I think so, 
they thought it was fake. They thought it was like Staged. a skit. Like, cause the whole Oscars award was like a like a joke. It was basically a whole comedy skit because the host, like Amy Schumer, they were comedians. They made everything really funny. So I think everyone thought, hey, this can't be real. Like it was too it was too violent. It was it was, it was too like out of the blue. Mm-hmm. It was too random. So I think people really thought that it was just fake. Like, it couldn't have been real, but... Yeah. But on the other hand, people who did think it was real, some people, like, justified it. even said, yeah, he was right for doing so. Mm-hmm. Because he was... If you don't know what the slap was, it was basically Chris Rock making a joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada, where she currently has a condition where she loses her hair. Alopecia. And she's she's basically bald right now. Yeah. And she's really open about her condition, and she's really open about telling people what's going on in her life and how she's battling against it. And Chris Rock basically made a joke about her being G.I. Jane, which is a... I'm guessing is a bald character. Yeah, so G.I. Jane, um, it's a movie where the main character, I mean the actress, she, 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 she shaved off her hair so that she could do that role. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of commenting at how Jada doesn't have any more hair, mm-hmm. or currently doesn't have any hair. So yeah, that basically was the whole joke, and it was weird because Will Smith actually laughed for a few seconds at the joke, but then you see him get up, and you hear Chris Rock go, oh, uh-oh, he's coming. Yeah. And he gets up and slaps him, and you can just see that everyone is super just caught out of nowhere with this. It was just really random. Yeah, they were flabbergasted. They really were. Uh, I think it was Lupita that was sitting behind Will Smith that she noticed that, oh, this dude isn't kidding. Like, he was serious about this slap. And everyone laughed about it, but all you could hear was him screaming, like, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. And everyone kind of went quiet because he was was basically yelling really, really loud at Chris Rock. And it was just a whole ordeal. And I saw on Twitter that... During the commercial break, he got up, Will Smith. He got up and walked over to take, like, a break. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Perry and Denzel Washington went up to him. And they were like, hey, dude, just shrug it off. Like, obviously, people didn't hear him. But you could see it up from the stands. They were going, like, hey, like, calm down. It was a yeah. joke. Like, brush, just brush it off. Let's have a good night. Yeah. And it was just um, a really... Yeah. I, I remember that when he came up to um, get his award... Uh, he apologized to his fellow nominees, but not personally to Chris Rock. I feel like that was another slap in the face. Like, yeah. I'm not apologizing to you for what I did. But later on, um, I think the next day, he wrote on Instagram saying, Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behaviors at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable, unacceptable and inexcusable. I think it was just a really... A really big thing for him to step up and apologize. I think mostly it was the people getting him to apologize. But what I saw is people were agreeing with him. Like, you should you should back up your wife. But at the same time, the whole drama with Jada and yeah. her relationship with previous men. I feel like it's it's a really split opinion of whether or not he should have slapped Chris Rock. I think it was like right idea wrong execution like yeah mm-hmm. you have all the right to be mad and frustrated but you shouldn't have gone up and slapped another person for doing so especially at a, an award like the oscars yeah that's a really big thing and it's a really elegant type thing not elegant but it, it's really 
prestige and you don't really have to you know violence is not something you really see at places like that yeah and it's being um like shown worldwide so it wasn't just one or two countries watching it's like the whole world everybody was watching yeah later on he said in his apology that jokes at my expense are a part of the job but a joke about jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear and i reacted emotionally and that's i think basically the bottom line of what it was it was just an emotional reaction he didn't get to think and really consider if he should do that or not especially because it's a live broadcast yeah it was just a spur of the moment decision yeah well that was the oscars in a nutshell we hope to hear your comments and opinions about the events that transpired thanks for listening and we'll see you at the next oscars this is jackie and nat bye bye bye